International Radio. Hello, you're listening to Radio Bulgaria's podcast. My name is Alexander Markov. We open up with a summary of the leading news stories today, as well as a weather report for tomorrow. Next, 149 years after the death of national hero Vasil Levski, we tell you more about how Bulgarian children in Vienna have created an online book about him. In the final minutes of our podcast, we bring you Bulgarian music dedicated to the Bulgarian apostle of freedom. Have an enjoyable listen. Bulgaria Today We open up with the major headlines of today. Bulgarian President Rumen Radev calls for 9% VAT on bread and the Ministry of Interior sends information to prosecutor's office about PM Petkov's list. Prime Minister Kirill Petkov says that in order to enter Schengen, Bulgaria must build up trust among its partners. At a meeting with bread producers in Dobrich, President Rumen Radev said that the value-added tax on bread should be reduced to 9%. According to him, this strategic decision will lead to effectiveness in the fight against the grey economy. The head of state also said that it was good to consider extending the scope of the 60-40 measure so that larger bread companies could also benefit from it. It is critical that the government established a good dialogue with large retail chains and ensured protection for the Bulgarian producer, President Rumen Radev said. Reducing VAT will not lower the price of bread, as we have already seen this in the restaurant sector, Minister of Finance Asen Vasilev said. He recalled that the coalition agreement did not provide for differentiated tax rates other than those already introduced during the COVID epidemic. The Ministry of Interior have sent requested information to the Supreme Cassation Prosecutor's Office on the list of possible perpetrators of economic and other crimes, previously provided by Prime Minister Kirill Petkov. There are 19 names in it, among them those of MRF MP Delampevsky, sanctioned by the Magnitsky Act, as well as former Prime Minister Boyko Borisov and his finance minister Vladislav Goranov. After receiving the names, the state prosecution said that the detection of crimes was a legal obligation of the executive branch. Many of the promises made have not been kept. That is why the European leaders do not trust Bulgaria about Schengen. Prime Minister Kirill Petkov told reporters in Brussels, as he commented the reservations some European politicians have and why they oppose Bulgaria's entry into the Schengen zone. PM Petkov pointed out that the country must build up trust by starting to observe the criteria. That, in his words, means no smuggling along the borders, control of the European border and also guarantees that the laws will be observed. 
The reduced budget of the judiciary will not hinder the work of the prosecutor's office, Minister of Justice Nadezhda Yordanova stated. In a position by the Supreme Judicial Council, the council members cite the Constitution, which lays down an independent budget for the judiciary as a condition for its independence, as well as an interpretive ruling by the Constitutional Court that the state budget must provide funding for the state institutions, including the judiciary bodies, and any derogation from this obligation is a condition for unconstitutionality. The Supreme Judicial Council is expected to refer the matter to the European Commission, the European Parliament and other European institutions. In response to the Council's declaration, Minister Yordanova stated that the Supreme Judicial Council is within its rights to refer the matter to the European Commission and stressed that emphasis must be placed on effectivity and transparency in public spending. Minister Yordanova stated further that Bulgaria allocates the highest percentage of its GDP for the judicial system. On its part, the government explained the slashed budget of the judiciary with the decision to rechannel an additional 20 million lives, or about 10 million euros, to the Bulgarian Academy of Sciences. According to Prime Minister Kirill Petkov, this will benefit the economy more than the work of the prosecutor's office, which is below standard. The financing for defence could be increased, provided there are concrete projects. Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Finance Asen Vasilev stated today and added that if there were Ministry of Defence projects which have not been presented within the budget procedure, they should be examined. Minister Vasilev stated further that no money will be paid out for aircraft on paper and added that there is a programme which has been adopted of up to 2% of the GDP for modernization as well as armament and that this programme was being implemented. This country is a little over the percentage envisaged for the year, Minister Vasilev added. The MPs from GERP SDS are ready to support a National Assembly decision to guarantee more funding for improving the combat readiness of the Bulgarian army, GERP leader Boyko Borisov stated at the briefing of the party. According to Borisov, without providing financing, the different branches of the armed forces in Bulgaria cannot be modernized, nor can the recommendations of the Consultative Council on National Security from the 15th of February be implemented. Society is yet to assess the work of the current parliament, according to data of Alpha Research Sociological Agency. The positive assessments outnumber the negative ones, which happens for the first time since 2009. Alpha Research Sociologist Pavel Volchev has told the BNT that the levels of trust in the 47th National Assembly are similar to those of 2009. According to Volchev, electoral support for the parties have changed slightly. According to surveys, support for the president is the highest among the supporters of the parties that are part of the coalition government. This how we continue the change, the Bulgarian Socialist Party and their researcher people. As to the supporters of Democratic Bulgaria, also part of the ruling coalition, 
they express a lower level of support for the president and for the government. Martin Petrov from Vidin conquered the roof of Africa or Mount Kilimanjaro for charitable purposes, the Bulgarian news agency has reported. At 9.30 a.m. local time on the 17th of February, the Bulgarian Kwaimba hosted the Bulgarian flag on Uhuru Peak, Kilimanjaro, 5,895 meters, alongside the Lions Club flag. His expedition is for a charitable cause, Kilimanjaro for Kids, and is a part of the international initiative of the Lions Club International Foundation. The aim is to raise money in order to build an education center for orphaned children and children in single-parent families in Kenya. The motto of Bulgaria's participation in the campaign is we cannot all climb a mountain, but we can all make a difference. Martin Petrov is expected to come down from the mountain and reach the starting point by tonight. Kilimanjaro is the only place in Africa where there is snow. Around 40% of the people who have tried to conquer the peak have succeeded. According to statistics, an average of 10 to 15 climbers lose their lives on the way up. As climbers scale the peak, they pass through five different ecosystems, from savanna to alpine desert. At the top, there is a wooden box with a book inside in which anyone who has conquered Uhuru can record their thoughts. In this book, Martin Petrov wrote, Ubuntu, and because we are. Ubuntu is a word expressing humanity towards others in Africa. This is not the first time Martin Petrov has made an ascent for a charitable cause. In 2020, he conquered Mont Blanc and dedicated the climb to the fight against diabetes. COVID-19 4,626 is the number of newly registered COVID-19 cases out of 25,056 tests performed in this country in the past day, a positivity rate of 18.46%, the single coronavirus information portal shows. 5,545 patients are being treated in hospital, as 588 of them are in intensive care. 633 is the number of new hospital admissions, as over 85% of them are among the non-vaccinated citizens. 105 coronavirus patients died in the past day, as 89.52% of them were non-vaccinated. 9,866 is the number of reported recoveries. The highest number of new infections was registered in Sofia, 989, Varna 740, Burgas 420 and Plovdiv 382. 5,703 doses of vaccine were administered in the past day. 2,034,242 is the number of people with a completed vaccination cycle in this country. 666,736 have taken a booster shot. During the night, the weather will be clear. The strong northwesterly wind will subside. The lowest temperatures will vary between minus 3 and 2 degrees Celsius, 
Post Sofia around minus 1 degrees. Tomorrow the weather will be predominantly sunny with scattered high clouds, dense by evening. There will be a light to moderate wind from the west-southwest. Daytime temperatures will be high, ranging between 16 degrees and 21 degrees Celsius, for Sofia around 16 degrees. Over the mountains the weather will be predominantly sunny. In the afternoon from the west the clouds will increase. There will be a moderate, temporarily strong wind from the west-southwest. The highest temperatures at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be around 13 degrees, at 2,000 meters around 5 degrees. Bulgaria today. Once again, the major headlines of today. Bulgarian President Rumen Radev calls for 9% VAT on bread and the Ministry of Interior sends information to the prosecutor's office about PM Petkov's list. Prime Minister Kirill Petkov says that in order to enter Schengen, Bulgaria must build up trust among its partners. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next, we tell you more about Bulgarian children in Vienna who have created an online book about Bulgaria's national hero Vasilevsky. Culture. To Vasilevsky with Love, that is the title of a small book by the children from the Saints Cyril and Methodius Bulgarian Austrian School in Vienna, in which they share their thoughts about the Apostle of Freedom as he is known in Bulgaria. In the pandemic year, when in-person events and meetings have been few and far between, the students from the Bulgarian school in Vienna decided to put together drawings, essays and interviews in an online book. It is their way of marking the 149th anniversary since the hanging of the hero. На една педагогическа среща си раздадохме задачите между колегите и може би около 2-3 седмици meeting we handed out the assignments and it took us 2-3 weeks to put the material together. Simona Zaharieva, a teacher at the school says, the smallest children drew pictures, the older children did interviews and stories and the oldest of them wrote poems and texts. And while they are listening to stories or putting together material, the children find out more about Vasilevsky and try to identify with his character traits, the qualities that make us human in the past and in our day. He has done a lot for this country. He was kind, brave and strong. He helped a lot of people. He fought for Bulgaria to be a free country. And he was the only one who could jump over a big gully. That is how the children from the Bulgarian school in Vienna describe Vasilevsky. According to Simona Zaharieva, Vasilevsky is a national symbol and every person in Bulgaria should know about him, possess something connected with him and fight for freedom. Levsky was hanged on the 18th of February 1873 
and on that day the pupils will have a special lesson and continue the conversation about the role played by individuals in history, about the importance of Levski and the qualities that set him apart from all other people. Almost 400 Bulgarian children from kindergarten up to the 12th grade study the Bulgarian language, history and traditions at the Bulgarian school in Vienna. Some of these children are actually the children of the first students at the school, Simona Zaharieva proudly says and adds. We have been constantly working on different things, she says. The school has an anniversary, so we are organizing an international competition. The Bulgarian school, 30 years. We are going to have a ceremony as well as a conference. We very much hope that we shall be able to hold the events we are planning, because in these pandemic times, long-term planning is a difficult thing, she says in conclusion. Song of the Day The great feat and personality of Bulgarian national hero Vasilevsky have always excited artists in this country. However, the works dedicated to Levski are not many. According to renowned choir conductor and composer Stoyan Babakov, this is due to the great sense of respect towards Levski. The bright personality of the Apostle of Freedom fills us with awe. It is difficult to approach this topic, he says. Years ago, Mr. Babakov wrote Ode to Levski, the only choral work dedicated to Bulgaria's national hero. Now let's listen to it. You have just heard Ode to Levski by Stoyan Babakov, which brings today's edition of Radio Bulgaria's podcast to an end. My name is Alexander Markov. Don't forget, you can find us in Twitter and Facebook, and also you can find the Radio Bulgaria's podcasts on Spotify. You can also write us a letter using English at bnr.bg. National Radio.